Brad and Glenda Pius. Thank you so much for sewing into Morning Drive Bible. Without your commitment and support, this initiative couldn't come to fruition. Welcome from Jerusalem. My name is David Nekrutman. My name is Scott Kahn. And welcome to Morning Drive Bible. Scott, I'm looking at Genesis chapter 1, verse 1, and according to the literal translation of it all, heaven and earth was created first. David, I'm looking at Genesis chapter 1, verse 1, and according to the literal translation of it all, light was created first. Light was created first. Well, we said one translation is, in the beginning of God's creation, which leads us through the first couple of verses, then, in the beginning of this creation, dot, 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 God said, let there be light, and there was light. So, David, light was created first. But verse 2 in Genesis says, there was chaos and there was darkness. And then eventually light came in. So, wasn't darkness and chaos created? I'm confused, Scott. What is going on in this account of the first day of Genesis. So you and I obviously are looking at different translations of the same verses. Not easy to understand, but let's go to an even more primary question, which relates to what you just said. How could darkness even be created? That's true, but we know that darkness was created by God through Isaiah 45. Yotzer or Uvore Choshech. He forms light and creates darkness. So he forms light, but he creates darkness. And that word create is the same word used in the first verses of Genesis. This is very confusing, and I'm sure our listeners are are like, what is going on with Scott and David? Don't they have their act together? And I think the point is, is we don't have our act together. We're coming in the mystery of these canonized words to try to figure out what is God teaching me through these several verses of the first book of of the Bible. Part of the problem is we don't understand what it means to create darkness. As you said, that exact phrase appears in Isaiah 45. It's certainly implied in the first verses of Genesis when it says that there was darkness upon the face of the deep. If God didn't create darkness, how could there be darkness? But on the other hand, Everybody knows, you learn this in high school physics, that darkness isn't a thing. It's not an entity. Darkness is merely the absence of light. How could there possibly be a creation of an absence of something? That doesn't make any sense. So if science says it's the absence of light, then I'm going with science, Scott. That's where I'm going. I don't want to deny science, and I'm not going to deny science. That's not the way I understand the Bible. If science says that darkness is the absence of light, so what does I it mean? That. So what does it mean that God created darkness, and was that created before the world? I think we need to deconstruct this entire narrative. I think, David, what it comes down to is we have to look even further back than we're used to. Normally, when we think about the creation of the universe. We think of the beginning of the physical world, whether it was light, whether it was matter, whatever it might be. We think of the beginning of physicality. But I believe that it actually goes back even further. Because in reality, what does it mean when we say God created darkness? If darkness isn't a physical thing, what it actually means is that God created the concept of darkness, the concept of an absence of light. Let me explain it even further, David. We normally think of ideas as just existing. Why is 2 plus 2, 4? Because it is. That's just the way it is. But I think in reality, if we want to take a deep theological view of this, 2 plus 2 is 4 because God made it so. Darkness and absence is a concept, and concepts, ideas, only exist 
because God makes them. So yes, the beginning of creation is the beginning of the physical world, but it's also the beginning of thought. And before that existed, there is no such thing as an idea. God created ideas. Wait a second, God created ideas? Yes, God created darkness by creating the concept of darkness. Before God created the idea of darkness, such an idea did not exist. In the same way that before he created the physical table, which is holding this microphone, there was no table. Before he created the idea of a table, there was no concept of a table. So it only happens through the articulation of God saying so. That's how we understand it in the Bible, at least metaphorically, as best as we can say such a thing. But ultimately, it comes down to this, David, which is a huge idea. And I'll admit, not everyone would agree with this, but I believe it firmly. Ideas, as much as physicality, are created by God. If God didn't make it two plus two equals four, that idea wouldn't exist. And if God hadn't created an idea of darkness, there would be no such concept of darkness. I think this fits well, not only to your radical interpretation of the first verse of the Bible, where God creates the idea of humanity, creation itself, having its relationship, plus the language. It also addresses a previous podcast when we were talking about the book of Esther. The revelation of revolutionary ideas into the world can only happen through the Holy Spirit. I would say more so. The revelation of those revolutionary ideas comes through the Holy Spirit. But where do those ideas originally come from? At first, God had to make them. When an inventor makes an idea, he creates a new concept. He's not really making a brand new concept. He's joining together other ideas into a new logical construct, which is great. I'm talking about something more primary. God created those initial pieces, those initial pieces of thought, which are then coalesced into what we would call logic and reason but they came from somewhere. The same way the physical world came from somewhere, ideas came from somewhere, and that somewhere is God. So if I would put it into layman's terms, because you're, you're really in the heavens right now, Scott, with all this philosophical language, I just want to bring it down to us, to the everyday. Go for it. God creates the very notion of the idea. Exactly. To begin with. Yes. And through that creation of an idea into the world, our ability to access God, in essence, is through the ideas that are revolutionary in nature that can only come through God. It's those God-like moments. So we said one time, like Steve Jobs, he changed the entire dynamics of the world through this iPhone and through the iPad and everything else. But the ability for him to do that can only have happened through God allowing an idea to exist in the first place. God allows the idea to exist, then reveals the idea to us however he does that. He wishes. And then we discover it. You know, before we close, one last idea, which will take this even further. We say the world was created something from nothing. But really, you can't even say that because nothing is a concept. Oh, well, you're getting Seinfeld here, Scott. Yeah, it's a bit Seinfeldian. Nothing is something. Nothing is a something. (laughs) The world was created something from nothing. But where did nothing come from? God. God had to create the idea of nothing. So what came before nothing? We don't have words for it because there were no concepts. We're talking about a level of creation that is primary, that even precedes ideas, which means there's simply nothing to say. That's where we get into the realm of divine silence, a realm where it's silent because there is no word which could possibly relate to a level that existed before concepts even existed. The world was created something from nothing, and nothing itself had to be created 
and we can't go any further. We're stopped, and that's where human investigation simply has to end. So we may not be able to understand the God mind, in essence, but we can become like God by creating ideas to help humanity. Because at the end, that's the purpose for the world. Just as God has brought things into the world for us to use in order to better his world, he also put ideas in the world. Our job is to implement those ideas, to use those ideas, to even create new ideas using that material to make the world a better place. To take the chaos of all the ideas in the world and to make order. Which relates to the second verse, which we will talk about in our next podcast. I'm Scott Conner. I'm David Nekrutman. Blessings from Jerusalem. Jerusalem.